Hello and welcome to Radio Edgy Talk. This is David Noble in Delgetty Bay and I'm delighted to welcome to the show Claire Gillespie of Skills Development Scotland and uh, over the next uh, 10 or 15 minutes or so we're just going to be hearing from Claire about some of the interesting work uh, and particularly from a digital perspective um, that SDS are involved in. Um, hi Claire, welcome to Edgy Talk. Thank you David, I'm pleased to be here so thank you for the invite. And could you just start by telling listeners a little bit about your background and uh, your own role within Skills Development Scotland? Absolutely. So I have been at Skills Development Scotland for 16 years now. Um, so a reasonably long time in, in a number of different teams. But for the past four or five years, my role has been Digital Technologies Sector Skills Manager for Scotland, which essentially means I am responsible for a digital skills strategy for Scotland. Um, and that strategy um, picks up the fact that we have a really buoyant um, technology sector. We have lots of employers needing lots of individuals with technology skills. Um, and we just need to make sure the supply of those skills is appropriate. So I have a lot of actions and projects which I'm developing um, with partners and, and with um, internal SDS colleagues, which address the fact that employers need lots of these individuals. Well, it sounds a really interesting uh, job, Claire. And um, could you just... Tell us about your work in, in relation to the, the work of Skills Development Scotland, and particularly, particularly around the area of digital skills. Uh, so Skills Development Scotland, for anyone that doesn't know, is, is Scotland's national skills agency. So we do a whole range of things. Um, one of our, our big products is apprenticeships. So we have foundation apprenticeships, modern apprenticeships and, and graduate apprenticeships. Um, and we have a careers service as well. So um, part of our job is to support young people and, and older people, I suppose, at a range of age groups to help them make um, really good quality career choices about their next steps. Um, in terms of my role, we, we've got a number of, of different digital projects that are running. Um, many of them are developed in partnership with, with industry. So one of our kind of flagship projects is, is something called Digital World. And that's a, a careers website, um, digitalworld.net, where individuals can be inspired, hopefully. There's lots of great information on there about just the scale of opportunity around digital skills um, and digital careers. Um, so we, we showcase different parts of the sector. Just now we're, we're putting quite a big focus on, on cybersecurity jobs. It's a, a big growth sector in Scotland. Um, and it's just a great way to get across some of these really positive messages and, and, and showcase the different pathways into technology careers. Um, one of those pathways is apprenticeships. But actually, you know, going through college, going through university and, and even sort of self-learning um, is equally valuable. So we have a whole range of different um, stories about different pathways into the sector. So what other um, digital skills are particularly important, Claire? You mentioned cyber security there. You know, just how important is, is the skills around that and other digital skills? How important are they to the Scottish economy? So they're massively important. Um, I, I suppose I've got an inherent bias here, but I, I think that they're so important to Scotland and, and kind of in two different ways. Um, so in, in one way that um, technology is a big employer, so technology adds a lot of value um, in terms of employment to Scotland. Um, and, you know, a lot of technology individuals don't just work in the tech sector. They underpin, you know, the health sector, they underpin the banking sector, the public sector. So they're crucially important. Um, and those are technology professionals who would work in, in cybersecurity, who would work in software development, who would work in ethical hacking and, and artificial intelligence. So a lot of those really exciting job roles and job roles are, are very much set to, to grow um, and we're seeing that, that growth already in Scotland. Um, but what we also can't lose sight of is actually that technology just underpins every job. 
in Scotland and you know if that doesn't happen just now it's certainly happening over the coming years and we're seeing more and more examples of people in you know health and social care settings and people in life sciences and people in, in banks for example where their, their jobs are shifting and, and they're shifting to take on a, a kind of technology element of it um, so it's massively important that we create both technology professionals but also we create a, a workforce who have that technology ability and can really help employers by adding value to a whole range of different job roles and, and different job sectors. And so to reflect the kind of employment needs then of, of Scotland, Claire, you know, you, you touched on it very briefly earlier on, but what about the, like, the role of uh, foundation apprenticeships and modern apprenticeships? Um, so we need. Um, so we did some research, and the research said that we need 12,800 or thereabouts um, individuals with tech um, skills to fill the vacancies in Scotland each year. So that's a massive number, um, and you know part of that comes through college and part of that comes through university. But we probably need more than what's coming through the education system. Um, so apprenticeships are a really important part of that pipeline. Um, and it's just, you know, it's a different way of learning and actually a really good hands-on way of learning and a lot of employers really like that. They like the fact that someone's going through a qualification and learning on the job at the same time. So from a modern apprenticeship perspective, we've got a, um, a technology framework, we've got a data analytics framework, we've got an information security framework, um, a creative and, and digital media and also a digital application framework. So frameworks which are very much aligned with employer needs and, and the areas we're going to see growth in in the future. And the feedback we get from employers is always massively positive about the quality of apprenticeships and the experience we get from individuals who are apprentices, again, is, is fantastic. And actually some of our apprentices have been individuals who have gone to do you know, computing-related courses at university and just felt it wasn't for them. And what they want to do is you know, um, earn while they learn, for example. Um, the foundation apprenticeship is quite different in that it's for young people when they're still in school, so when they're still in a senior phase, so S5 and S6. And what they do is they go through part of their modern apprenticeship qualification, but they also form a partnership with an employer, so they get an opportunity while at school to do a qualification um, and also get um, a placement experience with a technology employer, which I think is a fantastic opportunity. I think if I'd had the chance to get a really good quality work experience when I was at school, I'd have bitten someone's hand off. So um, that combination of foundation apprenticeship, modern apprenticeship and, and now graduate apprenticeship as well, I think is a really important part of the technology pipeline. So uh, what other examples can you give us, Claire, of um, schools and industry or education and industry working together? So you've spoken there about the qualifications, uh, but what other kind of, you know, maybe mentoring or events, etc., what other kind of supports and opportunities are there uh, for young people? Um, so there are so we done a program called Discover Cyber Careers, um, which is a, a an education and um, industry partnership. So it's recognising the fact that we need more people to have cyber security skills and also to become cyber security professionals. That is um, it's a national program. We do some face to face events, and obviously we only do them in limited locations. But we also do online live coding events, in um, which we stream into schools. And um, they're all employer-led, employer-driven. We have a lot of employers participating in the content and also delivering um, some of the sessions. And it's just a great example of using technology to engage directly with young people in schools and having employers part of that that that, that, that development process. Um, and again, the feedback we've had is outstanding, both in terms of numbers. We've massively exceeded our, our targets in terms of the numbers of young people engaged. But also in terms of quality of feedback, we've had some really nice stories about you know kids who have asked their teacher to then run a coding club because they've been so inspired by what they've had during the kind of online coding experience. 
Um, so it's been a, a great partnership with the schools and, and with the industry who's contributed to delivering these for us. Just jumping back a little bit, Claire, you mentioned about the, the various frameworks. Um, where would people find out more information about that? Is it, I know your, your website is very extensive. Is that the best place to start? Um, possibly is. So we've got the website um, at apprenticeships.scot where um, it's kind of a one-stop shop for apprenticeship information and an individual, um, a young person, a teacher, a parent can have a look there at different opportunities. We also have My World of Work, where you'd get information not just about apprenticeships, but also about kind of the wider kind of career journey that you might go through, um, depending on what part of the you know the, the economy you want to enter. And um, from a digital perspective, we have Digital World, which isn't an apprenticeship website per se. Um, it's a technology careers website, but it has information on there about apprenticeships. So I suppose between Digital World, My World Work, and also Apprenticeships.scot, you've got a range of information sources, which would give you hopeful information you need to go forward and, and do an apprenticeship. And um, just before we, we, we wrap up, Claire, I'm just wondering, you know, you're, you've obviously been involved in this for, for a number of years now, and you, you, you talk with great enthusiasm, and, you know, you said about case studies and success stories and things like that. Can you give us a couple that really maybe stand out for yourself? So one, for example, um, what things some of the work we did with um, so the cyber security skills um, action plan, which the Scottish government launched earlier this year at an event with BT during Scottish Apprenticeship Week, and some of their examples was that they had worked with some of the individuals who were kind of in a more help desk role um, within BT, and identified that they had aptitude to actually go into the information security modern apprenticeship program, um, and, and actually those individuals were doing very well and had really good you know positive stories to tell. And I think that's a really nice example of a company recognising they have some internal talent and recognising the aptitude and allowing that individual to grow and move into a new um, role and also from an apprenticeship perspective as well. Um, And that's not an uncommon story actually. Quite often um, we hear employers actually looking at their internal staff and and looking at how they can support and and develop um, their internal colleagues. It's actually a really big theme for us, is that um, kind of upskilling and reskilling the existing workforce. So, uh, you know, a big part of our job is about new entrants and young people, but actually what we need to think about is how we keep people in, in really good quality jobs and how we augment their skills to, to become more, more technology-focused. Um, there's also lots of really good case studies and good examples of great things um, happening in schools. So I, I was just looking today at the Apps for Good programme, which many people will be familiar with. Um, it's sort of a competition to develop an app which um, runs in schools that sort of entrepreneurial programme and it just reminded me that Wick High School for example do such amazing things uh, they're very well sort of um, you know there's a lot of information on social media they're very well regarded a lot of good PR around Wick High School but I think sometimes we lose sight of kind of the great stuff that's happening in, in schools and with individuals um, and I, I know there's lots to do around digital skills and, and we need to do more and, and I suppose that's why I have a job but we've some great things happening and some great case studies right from schools to apprenticeships to, to individuals and in work and I think it's really important to shout about these things um, and, and encourage others to kind of work with us and, and to do more together. That's, that's brilliant Claire, thank you very much for uh, taking us through that and uh, just before we, we, we finish then, how could listeners or how can listeners get in touch with yourself and, and colleagues uh, what's the best way you know, in terms of your, your presence on social media and email etc? Um, so the best thing I would do is I would suggest you go through Digital World. Um, so Digital World, there's an email address and a social media page. Um, and we also have a LinkedIn page as well. 
from a sort of more corporate and, and stakeholder perspective. So um, that's probably a really good way to engage with myself and the whole team. Um, there's a number of different people who are involved in, in terms of digital skills at SDS, so this isn't just all of me to do. Um, and I suppose digital world is a good way to come through a kind of single point of contact and, and make sure you get signposted to the right person. Um, so that's probably the, the kind of quickest, easiest way I would suggest. And so much going on, uh, Claire. What what else can we can young people and educators look out for from SDS in the future? Um, well, maybe not quite the future, but today, um, some people might have picked up the fact that we have collaborated with Education Scotland and also with Girl Guiding Scotland, and we have launched a coding badge for young girls, um, or, or maybe not even just for young girls, but for uniformed groups. In particular, aimed at um, girls and, uh, and addressing the gender imbalance and technology, um, and that's how I. Great partnership. I'm really excited about the project because Girl Guiding and Education Scotland have been fantastic to work with. But it's just a really nice example of a way to target a group who probably aren't necessarily thinking about technology. So a young girl going to you know, a brownie club or a girl guide club probably aren't going there to learn technology skills. So it's a great way for us to actually access a different audience um, and showcase to them that actually technology is part of everything, including their, their sort of experience at um, a uniformed group. So that just launched today. There's quite a lot of information on social media. Um, and I think that's a really nice example of some of the innovative, hopefully innovative ways that we're trying to address digital skills and, and think about slightly different ways of doing things. Claire, thank you so much for taking time out on a Friday afternoon. Uh, I'm sure you're time to get up the road, uh, but it's really appreciated giving us a run through of the, the marvellous work that uh, everybody is involved in, uh, those engaging with yourselves at Skills Development Scotland. Um, so thanks very much again. We'd, we'd love to have you back on the show in the future. Not at all. Thank you, David, for the invite. So um, thank you very much and have a lovely weekend.